Welcome to the Diary of a Daddy-O podcast. This podcast is brought to you by myself, David Powell, CEO of 304 Clothing and dad to little Brody. I'm joined by Brad Morley, CEO of Indigo Create and dad to little Lennon. We'll be talking about the trials and tribulations of becoming fathers for the first time while remaining at the helm of our respective businesses as CEOs. It is going to be a wild, wild ride and we want to take you on it with us. So stay tuned and welcome to the Diary of a Daddy-O. is a diary pod about how work routines flip turn upside down and we'd like to take a second to let you know how we juggle being a dad while being a ceo daddy so in episode one of the diary of a daddy we'll be discussing how myself and brad know each other where our relationships stem from how long it's been and brad's initial journey into becoming a daddy while I still wait for the arrival of my little first child, Brody, who is due any day now. So let's get stuck into it. Stay tuned, guys. I hope you enjoy. Yeah. You all right, mate? How you doing? Good, mate. Good. How are you? Very well, mate. Very well. Full of energy. Sleeping well. How are you sleeping? <laughs> enjoy that whilst you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought we'd kick off straight away with a little bit of background on ourselves so you can go first mate who are you what's your name who you're dad of um what do you do yeah yeah i'll start with the most important thing uh so yeah dad of uh lennon which sounds weird to me to think that i'm a dad because you know i still consider myself like a kid at times um <laughs> but yeah yeah father of lennon she's four months now um she was born on the 28th of july uh 7 30 got a tattoo to remember that as well um, and well, actually, it was quarter past seven, um, and uh, and yeah, it's, uh, other than that, um, online entrepreneur, I guess, digital entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, creative, um, run a creative agency called Indigo, and we basically work with D two C brands, um, all e commerce, and we create ads for them. We do video shoots, campaigns, uh, motion graphics, three D, anything really in the design space, um, and. Yeah, that's that's oh, there's a lot a long way around it, but yeah, I've done done lots of different things in the past, um, which has led me to here, but can't kind of found my calling with it, so sticking with it from there. Um and yeah, that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Twenty eight years old. Um yeah, that's about that's about it, mate. And enjoying dad life. Yeah. What about yourself? Yeah, so I guess my name's David. I am the co owner of three or four clothing, if you've not heard of it. D2C brand. So that's how I met Brad through, uh, I don't know, was it like four years, five years ago, maybe? Yeah, it's a little while back now, yeah. isn't it? Um, Doing yeah, some stuff on Black Friday. Pre- yeah, pre- previous previous business venture, I think, with um, with an ex yeah business partner we met. So, yeah. I think that was, I think, I think you was actually our first, our first uh, video gig. I kind of blagged my way into that. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, mate, as always. That's it, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that for 10 years. I am 30 years old, qualified architect, but then went into three or four clothing and currently waiting for my first baby to arrive, which is due. Well, sorry, I say it need to keep uh, correcting myself. He is due on Saturday. So November the 19th. So literally any day now he is due to come and tear up mine and my wife's life in a good way. (laughs) That he will. That he will. 
So I guess in terms of the podcast, guys, we decided to do this podcast, which, as you've already seen, is Diary of a Daddy-O. So we want to bring our experiences, our tips, hacks, and a little safe space to talk about life as not only entrepreneurs and business owners, but as fathers and how our life has changed, how our work-life balance has changed, and hopefully allow anyone else to have a little listen, maybe just relate to it, enjoy it, see it as a, a place to come and listen to two other people. We'll have guests on this podcast as well over the coming weeks, just to see how everyone else is coping with it, because obviously I've not experienced it yet, but I'm pretty sure from what people keep telling me, my life is about to change, not only as a as a person, but as a business owner and stuff. Um, so yeah, just document it and, and let you guys have a listen to it. So I mean, like I said, Brad, you're a little bit further on than me being four months, did you say? Four months, yeah, four months. Um, be, yeah, August, September, October, November, 20, well, 28th will be four months, technically. Wow. Gone fast. It has gone fast, to be fair. It hasn't, it hasn't. So, like, it's a bit... Um, sometimes I find myself looking at her thinking, like, when are you going to, like, start doing stuff, you know? I feel like we've been <laughs> at this place for a while. But then, you know, you wake up the next day and, you know, things seem a lot different. Like, I've, I've been saying the past couple of days, I feel like she's definitely um, really, like, you know, sort of grown up in the past few days. Like, I've just noticed little things with her sort of, like, laughing more, smiling more, being, yeah. like not as ratty and crying a lot, you know, um, she still goes in and out of that, but yeah, I've just definitely, yeah. And even just like, just like how big she's getting and stuff, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, it has gone fast, mate. It has. What have you done anything so far to sort of like allow yourself to look back across those four months? Cause I, I, everyone keeps saying to me and well, Jess as well, that like the first, is it the first eight weeks they're still classed as a newborn or newborn? Yeah. One that it just literally you click your fingers and it's it's gone and like the different stages of how your life's gone through those eight weeks mm. yeah I think I think it does but equally doesn't it kind of depends right like so like it depends on like what your baby's like you know so like when uh when Lennon was born like she she was born with reflux and also quite severe tongue tie so that's like where People still have it as adults, right? Like just that string under your tongue. Like if you can't poke your tongue out enough, yeah, um, then your tongue tired. And and she she had it in two places, which meant um, she used to struggle with bottles and stuff. Which she'd then get heavy wind, and then she'd be sick, and then she'd cry because she's got wind, and um, she couldn't lay flat because of the reflux. We had to have her tilted, and yeah, it was just it was a bit of a. I think the first eight weeks was a real struggle, to be honest. Um, kind of hit me. You know, because I remember like the three weeks before being like, I'm excited for this. And I kept saying it to people, like, I'm excited for this. Like, And generally thought, not, not not naively, but generally kind of thought like, nah, how bad can it be? Like, this is <laughs> this is going to be all right. Um, and people just kept saying to me, like, even my mum was like, you ain't got a choice. You know, this is this is happening. You know, just enjoy your time now and that. And I think it did definitely hit me because uh, you kind of come out there and think like, shit, you know, I'm like responsible this little person and like you know you, you you're not used to doing any of that stuff so when they're crying and you don't know why they're crying it does get to you um yeah. so i think yeah it, it, a little bit of both i guess in a nutshell like it does go quick but equally sometimes you you are you know 
you not want to, but you kind of like, when are we going to get out of this phase? You kind of like, well, come on, you know, grow up a little bit. And yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, it's a bit of both. But as I say, it does depend on the kid, right? Like some of my sisters, like they breeze through theirs, and their kid just used to sleep all the time. So Lucky. it just really depends. Nice. Well, in terms of like that, those first eight weeks, I guess, then where you said it was like a little bit difficult learning about the tongue tie and all these sort of things you're having to learn at the same time. How did you manage to, were you working at that time or did you take, <laughs> how long did you take off? Yeah. So I, I planned to take like a couple of weeks off. Um, and I did let everyone know client wise. Um, cause at the time, um, I kind of scaled it back. I was working with contractors and scaled it back and I had one still. Um, but he was away. Funny enough, he, he lives abroad and he was taking like three weeks off which I didn't know about until like right up to the now. Um, and I hadn't yet employed anyone. So it was really just me like holding the reins of it all. Um, and some of the clients were fine. Like, they was like, yeah, chill, like get what you can get us before you go. And then, you know, just let us know. Because like, a couple of them have got kids. Um, so they understood. So it was like, yeah, so it all sounded good. But then I think after about a week, you know, people were starting to get a bit you know, <laughs> itchy around it. And like, when are we, when are you coming back? When, you, when are we going to get stuff? So... I did find myself, I think I did have a week off and then I was pretty much back straight into it. Um, and then it was just a bit more like the balance. I didn't really have a balance. It was like I lost all sorts of routine, you know, so my usual hours, which I was like, like I would create stuff and then I'd be like, if it was like four o'clock or something, I had to take the dog out or something, I'd be like, oh, it's all good because, you know, I know that when I get back, we'll have dinner and then I'll go back on for the evening. Well, when you try and think that, like your routine's changed now. So when it gets to that four o'clock, well, when are we going to take the baby for a walk around the block? Or, you know, you've got to bath the baby, you've got to feed her, like you got to put, to, so, and then you've got to have your dinner. And then it's like, well, are you going to come off or are you, you going to be able to? So it was, that definitely like messed me up a little bit. Um, Cause I was just finding myself like a bit lost in it all, you know, lost in the yeah. chaos. Um, So I was like working like ridiculously late nights and, sometimes even through the night and then wake up in the morning and then I might nick like a couple of hours sleep in the morning. And yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit chaotic to be honest. Um, but I'd say probably after, yeah, the eight weeks is when, or maybe six to eight weeks was when I started to get, she got better the baby because we, we addressed what the symptoms were and we got her like subscribed with like this, um, uh, Amoprazole stuff and that. So she was sleeping better and she was taking a bottle better. And then, Gradually, I think we were just learning and then I started to get a bit more of a routine, but my routine still to this day is not the same as what it was before. It's had to adjust according to my personal home life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm seeing that's going to happen for myself as well. I've been working from home now for three weeks Yeah. in the lead up to what I expected to be maybe the period where Jess is going to give birth. So I've been working from home now, like I said, three weeks and just I've been working in for everyone that doesn't know I've got an office in Birmingham so it's like 45 minutes away so for me personally I've been saving an hour and a half in the car every single day so I'm finding myself being super productive getting more work done thinking why wasn't I spending at least one day a week working from home for the past five years because I've been doing so much been like feeling fresh off the alcohol so I'm thinking clearly sleeping well but then when I keep telling people this they're like right <laughs> especially my business partner who works from home five days a week with a new well not a newborn anymore one-year-old but he's like yeah when you've got a baby in the house and you try to work from home you won't be saying you're more productive you're gonna you're gonna be all over the place it's gonna be 
crying, baby food being thrown at you. But at the moment, for these three weeks, I've my new routine. I've quite enjoyed it. A little bit of change, uh, positive change. Um, yeah. And then I've, I'm, I've I've booked in two weeks off work when little P, we're calling him at the moment, arrives. But who knows how that's going to go? Because obviously, being in the e-commerce world, this is the busiest time of year. So I might be like yourself, yeah. where the team are saying like, look, we need, we need you back. We need help. But as it stands, everyone's doing well. So I'm yeah, waiting game for me, but my routine is going to shift big time as well. Yeah. But mate, the, the thing is though, I guess to address them, like it's good that you've been like hyper organized with, you know, getting into that structure early. Cause I was definitely the polar opposite of that. I think I'm such a laid back character, but sometimes too laid back. So like, again, probably more naive to it. I was just a bit like, well, you know, how much is it really going to change for me? Um, and truth is, you, you don't you don't know how, how much is going to change for you because, like, you don't know how your partner's going to react, right? So, like, you know, it's difficult for women, obviously. Like, it's a very different ball game. You know, they've got hormones and all sorts going, they're going, they're going through. So there's a lot of emotions and they're going to need you more than they've ever needed you. So for me, yeah. I think that was my sort of wake-up call. It was a bit like, you know this comes first now, like you can't just put your work first anymore. Um, you need to fit this in and get your home life sorted first, get your baby looked after first, get your partner looked after first. And then the other things have to work around that. So I think yeah. it's good that you've done that though, because you've started to, as you say, get into place of it all rather than leaving it right till the now. And then just like being completely chaotic like I was. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's probably a better way of doing it. It's still, well, as I said, like, as people say, it still is not going to, fully prepare you for what you're about to go into but it's definitely the closest thing you can get to it so i admire that you've done that <laughs> I'll, I'll be interested to see like when we get some other people on the podcast how they sort of ran up to that sort of giving birth period and how they they put their ducks in a row so uh, so to speak and how they got yeah. prepared for it because I, I two weeks ago i started working from home and jess had a, a little sort of scare there was like increased movement so we took we went into the hospital and every she she posted a photo on instagram and i think 100 people responded to her saying wow your bump's low you're gonna give birth like any day now so me and jess me and jess both were like right this is this happening like tomorrow then and we'd gone from that sort of mindset of right he's gonna be a week late which is like still two weeks away from now to like wow it could be tomorrow and like yeah. the shift in the shift in my mentality at that point was like I was pretty laid back about it all. I was quite chill, thinking right, I've got three more weeks left of nice sleep. Still got some time <laughs> to do the nursery, get my all the stuff sorted at work. To like, wow, I've got twenty four hours to get my life together very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a panic yeah. big time, but two yeah. weeks later, wow, mate. waiting. But still going strong, still going strong. Wow. There, there yeah. you go. But yeah, I think yeah, the working from home thing, look, it's 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 lovely. Like I remember always saying, even when I used to work in a job before I started my own business, like I used to say, I want to be working from home, like, um, because I want to, you know, be able to grow up around my kids and see them often and stuff like that. Um, so definitely it's still got those positives for sure. And it means you know, little things like taking little breaks out of the office and just going to see your kid for a bit like it's, it's lovely but yeah. at the same time yeah like a bit like what Cot was saying I suppose um yeah it's the chaos that's still going on in the background can be enough to distract you for sure <laughs> and like, I find myself like if I hear the baby crying and, and I can't and I know that like Molly my partner's like perfectly fine with it but like 
if I can hear her, you know, getting a little bit stressed or at, the, at times, not so much now, but like in the early stages, then I'd be like, oh, I feel guilty, like sitting here, like working and, and mm. I can hear it, you know, I should be going out there. So I was like constantly like going out and back in. And then when you're getting like chases from clients, it's all, it can be a bit, yeah, it can be a bit, uh, chaos is the only word I can call it, but um, yeah. you do find a way and yeah soon soon start forming a bit of a routine and then everything just clicks into place i guess i think that's probably what i suspect to happen is is that guilt being thrown at you from not thrown at you you the guilt you're putting on yourself from all different angles like you said there like oh you can hear baby being upset or you're worried about your partner that they might not even be thinking oh brad's not coming to speak to me but you're putting that guilt on your own shoulders and then while you're trying to do work at the same time and try and continue your sort of like income coming through that that is the last thing you really want to be doing to yourself but yeah how how on earth do you manage that how on earth do you stop that from happening yeah it's it's true it it takes a bit of doing i think and also like um you know even in like the nights and stuff so like it was it was a case of for me like i have i felt that i should be getting up with her you know because i'd be thinking like well you look after all day so i should be getting up in the night and helping do the feeds or whatever and then you know she was on the same foot she was like no but you're you're working like all day like you know you need your sleep you need to be doing that so you do you do find yeah it, I guess it is more of a it depends on like again like everyone's relationships different but I know like Molly's always kind of kept the mindset of like you know you're you're doing what you do that's your work you've got to do that like that's you know I don't look at it as though you're not helping or whatever you've yeah. got to do that um, this is my job now. So we, we have it, that has always been there. I suppose it's just more, yeah, in my own head, really. But I just make sure that I do, because equally, like, you do want to do stuff as well. So I still find myself, like, you know, I'll say, like, right, I'll do the dinner feed and then the one before bed. So, like, you can put on the dinner whilst you're doing that. Because equally, like, your own life has to fit in with it as well. Like, we went through a stage of, like, not even eating dinner, you know, because it was like, well that's comes last now we've got to prioritize her so then like you find yourself it's like nine o'clock you're like we've not even eaten anything or drunk anything all day and then yeah. it's like right what do you do now just get a takeaway or just get you know have a bowl of cereal so it does yeah it, there's a lot that goes on but as i say like you just find your role for me i just found my roles and i was like i'll do that that helps you out you can then do the dinner have a shower whatever and then the night ones and then yeah this kind of stuck with that really Okay, so, yeah, so now we've kind of covered all that, I suppose the real thing is, you know, this being an intro episode, um, why we wanted to do this podcast in the first place, and I guess this is more a question for you, Dave, because you obviously messaged me about doing this with you, but it was your idea initially, so why don't you fill people in on why we're doing it? Yeah, cool, so I think we briefly touched on it before, before hitting the record button, but I've noticed, I don't know whether it's that sort of like law of attraction thing, but since my wife's been pregnant, I feel like I'm just constantly surrounded by baby news, babies, dads that are babies, people are offering advice and stuff like that. And all the advice is absolutely brilliant. But one thing I've noticed is it's all slightly different. There's always like a slight variation on it. And I was talking to you quite a bit on voice notes and stuff in over the past, like, I don't know, nine months, maybe about like how pregnancy was going at first. And then obviously when you gave, well, you partner gave birth and stuff how you were dealing with it and I just thought I would love to have a podcast or a place where you could go back and listen to the sort of what you've been through the journey not only yourself as a father but a father who 
runs his own business, which is sort of juggling those two big things in his life at that point, which for 10 years for me personally, 304 has been one of the most important things in my life. But that shift that many of our dads have probably gone, gone through or going through where that baby comes and that's now the most important thing along with their partner potentially. So I would just, yeah, the podcast came just because I want to speak to more people like us, I guess, and just see how they've navigated this this whole experience and this new situation they found themselves in. And I've I've noticed that I know a lot of dads that run their own businesses. So I think it'd be a great <laughs> a great thing to have a chat with them and just yeah, just chew the fat and, and see see how they're getting on. And then hopefully it helps everyone else with some like I said at the beginning, just a little bit of little bit of advice that could go a long way just to make life that slight bit easier. Um, so I think we're all going to need it. Yeah, yeah, and no, I think it's it's a good point, and it's nice to know that obviously, like you're not alone in it. I guess like yeah. it's nice when I think so. Like when I go onto calls now, like with new clients or you know existing clients, whatever. Like it's always someone will always be like, oh, so I've seen like you've you know you've had a baby and that, and I'm like, yeah, and then they'll be like, oh, I've got one coming or I've had one or how are you finding it? So it's like a new realm of like people understanding what you're yeah. going through or what you're about to go through. And it's quite nice to, yeah, to kind of be on the same page with that. Obviously you, you, you will have like the other end of the spectrum, I guess, like the people are so far different depending on our age groups and interests and stuff. But I think, yeah, for the most part, there's always, it's always nice to know somebody's going through what you've been through or like about to go through it or yeah, like you say, a bit of just a bit of comfort in hearing that. Although I'm sure I probably scared you to death with some of the voice notes I used to send you know, in that stressful period. I don't know what I was saying on those. I don't even want to listen. Yeah, mate, I deleted some of them voice notes just there. So I, I <laughs> yeah, that. for the best. Uh, but uh, to be fair as well, I, like a lot of people were saying to Jess, like if your partner goes through the whole breastfeeding process or those late night feeds and stuff, that if you've got someone that's going through that at the same time, which my, my my wife does, she's got one of her close friends is giving birth within two weeks, that having that person to three o'clock in the morning, both knowing that there's a good chance they're both going to be awake doing the exact same thing. Having mm. that, like you said, that just that comfort of knowing someone else is going through the same thing. And like, like I said, I've, I've noticed so many people now, whether it be on social media or just through networking that, there's a lot of dads that run their own businesses that are probably going through a lot of stress and have a lot of that guilt that we discussed in part one that it's just nice to know you're not alone with it. Yeah, I, yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think the one thing I've always said as well with um, like having a baby, I think, is like any accomplishment that like I've done myself through work or to other people, I'm, I'm sure as well, like this beats all of them and also but also on on the other end of the spectrum it, it's like the hardest thing ever like and that that can be not not a case of like whether your baby's you know got some sort of symptoms or like they're just a hard baby or they're screaming all day or whatever like that's not in 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 that sense but like hard as in just you maturing as like an adult and as like a you know person that's now responsible for someone else and like it's just a big shift in like I think your mental space and your capabilities I guess but like a good a good one at that but yeah I think if you can if you can respectfully like do that and like raise a kid especially whilst building a business like 
I don't think there's a yeah I think you're pretty prepared to be able to do anything in life to be honest <laughs> okay guys so that's the end of part one uh, but stick around for part two because I'm going to be taking some of my best guesses on what I think DMP's baby name is going to be um, and hopefully yeah by the next episode we should be able to find that out so listen out for that and also to talk to you about the Daddio Bible. Right, welcome back to part two, guys, of the Diary of a Daddio podcast, episode one. So Brad is about to take some guesses at what Little P's real name is going to be, hopefully in a couple of weeks' time, and how close he is to hitting the nail on the head, so to speak. Do you want any clues, or are you going in dark on this? No, I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in dark, um, just okay. based on what I think so like how I've seen like he's a style room and like, <laughs> just, just the kind of aesthetic I feel like you two are as a couple I'm gonna I'm gonna I feel like I might be close to some of these okay right um, Get me. okay so I'll take it you're not going to indicate anything yeah I, I won't yeah. I won't say anything and we'll, we'll yeah, just we'll... store them and then obviously yeah by the next episode hopefully we should know okay so I've got Harper which could be I suppose get a war boy but I'm yes. gonna go with that uh, Hunter. Okay. All the H's. I'm trying to look, trying to look for your facial expressions <laughs> in case you give anything away. Alba. Alba. Or Albi. Okay. Uh, I've got Milo. Milo. And I've got Jackson or Jax. Right, okay. Jax Powell. I feel like that is just... It's a power name to be fair. Oh, and the last one, which I think... If it's not there, it should be a crime. It's Brad. <laughs> Brad, yeah. yeah, like it, like it, mate. Might stick so they are my predictions. Okay. Hopefully, I'm I'm close. We'll see. Um, I could be way off, but as I was saying earlier, when we was talking off uh, off mic, you could choose to do something completely traditional and carry on your name for all we know. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to say my favourite out of that is probably Jacks. But Jacks, we'll see. Yeah, I think obviously I can't say anything about those guesses, but no. the whole the whole naming process so far has been uh, not not stressful for me. But Jess is starting to like sort of second guess uh, and sort of not overthink. But it's a big decision, isn't it? Let's let's definitely let's is. So, uh, we've we've always had like names that we liked even before Jess was pregnant. Um, yeah, and it's at the stage now where obviously it's getting very close. Which we just can't decide. So, yeah. Have you have you told anyone, or is it just, or like like of the ones you've been thinking of, like family wise, or have you just kept it between yourselves? Because I, I always found that part was hard. Because I feel like everyone constantly asks you, like, have you got a name? Have you got a name yet? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, I feel like if everyone has asked, have you got the names yet? And when's the due date? Those are the two questions, and I, I've not told anyone. No. At all, I think maybe Jess has floated a few with a couple of friends just in the mix of other names, not just like, oh, this is... Because we've got two names, essentially, that we're going between. Got it, but yeah. I think she's thrown in a few of us in the mix just because it's like getting tattoos, isn't it? If someone sort of frowns or, or looks a little bit, no, no, you can't call you can't call him that. You don't want that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's, that is the thing. Like, you will you will get that. And I think, yeah, we, we chose not to tell anyone. I mean, we did actually... We told... I think we told my mum and dad and Molly told her mum and dad just because we knew that they wouldn't cast any judgments. But yeah, I don't, 
we we held it back from everyone else just because yeah same thing really because you and not that that would have bothered me because like we was actually set on this name well before we was even trying like we had like similar to you we had a few but like this one really stuck out because like, we both like country music um and then like molly watched nashville the series like years ago i only watched it this year yeah but she watched it years ago and obviously like the girl one of the girls in that is called lennon and like we just we just really liked i remember saying at the time like we was like way off of it by that point it was years ago i remember saying oh yeah that's a nice name and they didn't think anything of it but then we started listening to her actual music like outside of the show and that mm-hmm. and then we was just driving i think one one day uh before she was pregnant like we were just talking about it and then i was like what about lennon like and she was like i actually love that so we we just we've stuck with it ever since but you will you you will get comments like we even get comments like now like now she's already here. Like I think Molly's yeah. nan said, like, do you think she'll like that name when she grows up? <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> hang on, like it's a it's a diff, very different time to where it was back then. Like names have changed, and you probably get someone say like, oh, it's a boy's name, ain't it? But I think at the end of the day, like it's it's no one's business but your own, no one's choice, and people need to just, you know, even if they don't like it, I don't feel like people should share that. I think like they should just be like, yeah, oh, yeah nice. Yeah, it doesn't actually change anything. Like no. for them to say they don't like it or to question it, like that doesn't actually change anything because you you're not going to go back and change that name just because they don't like it. No, not at all. Right. I, I I'm I'm more than comfortable with either of the two names. I think it would just come down to when he arrives, look at him and say one name, look at him say the other one, and see which one. Which I don't one know. Fits. Yeah, which one he farts at, or I don't know something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a little signal out of him yeah i uh yeah, yeah I've, I've definitely got i've got a boy name that i really want to use if we were to ever have kids again yeah which i'm sure we, i'm sure well we, it all depends but um yeah i've definitely got that and molly's molly kind of likes it but at the same time she's a bit like oh we can't we can't and i'm like no we will this is my option now <laughs> this is my... but as i say no my like we, if we was to have another one we'd probably end up having a girl again <laughs> you never be able to use it. It's just nice like to keep that stored somewhere. I don't know. I might set up a brand or something with it if we don't. Yeah, nice. I like, I like the, uh, the 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 thought behind the name as well. With obviously country music, Lennon, mm. Nashville. You've told me a few times to watch that series, so it's definitely Great one series. I'm going to stick on there. Is it Netflix? Uh, it's on. No, it's on Sky. I want to say no. It would be Sky. Atlantic definitely wouldn't be Sky Atlantic. It's Sky something. I'd have to find out. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be on Sky. But yeah, yeah, we just want yeah, we wanted something a bit different and something a bit. I mean, my sisters have kind of got boy slash girl names like Tony and Jamie. So yeah, I've always kind of liked that a little bit. Even though yeah. I don't actually know any boys with that name. I know Lenny, but not Lennon. But other than John Lennon, obviously, but that's a second one. But <laughs> no, yeah, I've, I've I guess yeah, that uh, you can shorten down that. Boy, yeah. girl, and just a, a little bit more like I don't know. There's a bit more to them, a bit more depth to them, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's funny though. Like I, I, I found myself straight away like designing like brand names with it, <laughs> stuff like, like this. And Molly's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Well, she might want this. It's like a business when she's like, she's like, fuck's sake, like baby's just arrived. What are you doing? Like, stop, stop trying to make her into a brand already." brilliant mate you gotta love it we've both got pretty uh straight down the uh, down the line names really haven't we brad and dave so yeah but, that's what i mean but yeah it's nice to have a bit of a change somewhere in it down the line you need to send me those names as well so i can show them to jess later and see whether see her reaction yes. when she sees them 
There's actually another one I've got, but I'm not going to say it on here. I'm just going to send it to you. Okay. Because equally, I don't want it if I can. I don't know. I don't, I, no, probably not. But if one of these was the name, I don't want you to feel like. Oh, hang on, you've just ruined it for me now because you've said it on there. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll come. We'll come back to all these names on the on the next. Uh, hopefully, the next episode. If yeah, that little Pierre arrives soon. Anyway. Yeah. Well, first episode down. Oh, there was one more thing to mention actually. Um, before we go with people that are listening, is just uh, an idea that we had, which we're probably going to. Well, it should be actually by the time this episode comes out. Um, and that is the Daddy O Bible. So we've thought about basically putting together um, this for for what we like to think of Daddy O's. You know, all of us are like a brotherhood. Um, you know, just like a, a bit of a like guide pack, bloody like handbook, if you will. Um, which just you know, it's it's very for the community. Makes you you know remember that we're all in it together. Um, but also with some actionable tips and tricks and. Um, checklist and like do's and don'ts and stuff um which is not only from obviously like our side of things because obviously we're still well i'm still new and dave's on the way but like even people that we've spoken to we, you know we're kind of collecting it all and we'll continue to across the next month um so it's it's beefed out and then we'll obviously share it with with anyone that wants to subscribe and hopefully it can be our way of you know kind of linking this community together and and giving a bit of a helping hand for us all so we can all become better fathers at the end of the day that's the main goal absolutely mate hit the nail on the head again so yeah i guess be able to download it in the comment section but appreciate everyone listening first episode down make sure you like subscribe drop us a follow comment if you've got anything you want us to talk about and we will speak to you next time that's one guys cheers a work-life balance, so hard to do While juggling a business and date nights too But life goes on, so a baby we got Now I'm trying to juggle work while feeding baby that bot I deal with one dirty nappy and turn my back And hear 101 messages pinging through Slack Sleep deprivation, you can see it in my eyes As I hop on Google Meets, I hear the baby starts crying So I mute and shout to mom, you okay in there dear? She says, get on with your work, we'll be okay in here I wash up the bottles around eight or nine By the time I'm in my office sometimes it's lunchtime Looked at my partner said one day I'll know How to juggle my new life as a successful daddy-o